with you one mile at a time during the afternoon drive. Cattles and Robbie. Sacktown Sports. That's the show. Hour two underway. Jay in for Cattles. Simone doing it all on the other side of the glass for us this afternoon. All this Dame speculation may come to a head tonight or it might just fizzle right out and nothing might happen. We'll talk about that coming up at 3.15. But uh, last night, among the flurry of NBA moves and rumors and everything else that, that continue right up to this moment and will continue through the draft tonight and beyond as the NBA offseason gets underway was Chris Middleton opting out of his final year of his contract with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks last night. Jay, he now becomes a free agent. He had one more year and I think $35, $37 million left on his deal. I have the details here somewhere. I should be more prepared coming into this segment. But uh, he's reportedly now looking for a four-year deal mm. and right around the $130 million range yeah. is, is what Chris Middleton is looking for. And I was uh, I had nothing better to do last night because I've been locked in my house sick for the last three days. And so I was scrolling Twitter and, and seeing the reaction to this. As somebody who came from Milwaukee mm-hmm. to Sacramento, I have vested interests on, on a couple of different fronts no doubt, when it no comes doubt, to Chris no Middleton. Pretty sure you got 30, and, uh, 32 friends talking about it at this point. Saw a lot of Bucks fans freaking out a little bit. Some of them are like freaking out. Oh, no, Chris is leaving. And others are like, oh, this is just a way for him to, to, to help the Bucks out and give him a longer, more cap-friendly deal. Some people think that might be what's going on here, Jay, but – he might really be testing his value out there on the market. And the other side of that was a lot of Kings fans on my timeline also who seem to be pretty interested in Mm. Chris Middleton coming over and becoming a King. You have any interest in Chris Middleton coming over and becoming a King? Well, By the way, his, I'm sorry. His option was 40 million. I was off. So big time money. It's okay. Yeah, turned down 40 million to hit the mark. It's nice to be wanted, right? <laughs> That's what Chris Middleton is basically saying. Look, I want to be wanted. I want to be recruited. He's been in Milwaukee for quite so, a, a long time here. I like Middleton. I definitely like Middleton as a player. But for the Sacramento Kings, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and pass. And I know it sounds crazy because we're talking about an All Star, multiple time All Star. I believe he's got two or three, and I know, uh, you know, he can fill it up when he needs to. He's dynamic on the offensive side. But I do think he's beginning to descend. You know, I think he's starting to land. You know, it's one of those things, Rami, and when when you're coming back on the flight and, you know, you're coming back from the East Coast, you're like, okay, look, I'm ready. Put me on tarmac, on the concrete. I'm ready to go. And in that last 30 minutes, you know, the pilot jumps on. He's like, all right. We're starting our descent. And Ready like, for descent. Come on now. Let's go. Thank you. Thank Flight you. attendants, please prepare. Absolutely. Yeah. And then it, yeah. it's like, okay, we're doing this for another 27 minutes? I thought we were preparing <laughs> to descend. I thought we were getting ready to hit Jake, the ground. My timing is never <laughs> right. My timing, I'm like, oh, this flight's almost over. We got to be almost there. Then the pilot will come out and be like, preparing for descent. <laughs> like, preparing? I thought we were getting lower, right? I, I never have it right. right. I'm with you, man. But see, that lets me know, look, Rami, he still is going to get you buckets, right? He's going to play good team defense. And he is a pro all around. You're never going to have a problem. You know, you you rarely hear, even when he was kind of disgruntled, it wasn't a loud disgruntled. He didn't rah-rah. He didn't scream. 
which is the reason which is the reason why I'm I'm saying now I think he wants to be wanted, he wants to be recruited, he wants to be showed that. But you know what for me, and I thought about this because I knew we were going to talk about it, and I put the my notes down. You know what he is for me, Rami? Hmm. He's Milwaukee's version of Harrison Barnes. A consummate pro, someone that you know is going to always be there despite the health injuries. And to me, that's the difference, is he's not as healthy as Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes has pretty much played the, every single game for the last three or four years. It's give or take. Do you want to – and. As we see, we're looking at our dynamic here in Sacramento. There's a lot of people, a lot kind of myself, that want to swing for the fence. And, you know, as much as Harrison Barnes is a consummate professional, and I hope that's the ultimate, you know, um, thing I can say about Harrison Barnes. Same thing I'm going to say about Chris Middleton. I just think Chris gives you more on the offensive side, but he's not as healthy. I think Harrison Barnes is healthy, but doesn't give you the dynamic punch on the offensive side. But I don't really see them being too much different, except for Chris Middleton. Look, he ain't going to let you get away with the McDonald's budget. You got to slide on over to the Del Frisco's budget, mm-hmm. and that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd put him slightly higher than Harrison Barnes, but I definitely get what you, when you look at their age, yep. when you look at their, their personality type. And I and, believe and, Middleton's older than Harrison Barnes. Uh, I think they're both thirty they or thirty or thirty-one. They're I both thought, right in the same. Yeah, in the same. Barnes is thirty. I thought. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So they're they're one year apart. But man, if you were if you were getting twenty twenty Chris Middleton, and I know that doesn't seem like that oh, long that's a different ago, ball game. Twenty twenty one Chris Middleton, man, that dude with the open shots on around the three point line that Domas and Fox could 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 create for him would be an absolute assassin. Yes. Like Giannis called him a Hall of Famer, and people chuckled, and I don't think that's that crazy. No. When, when you look at Chris Middleton's numbers and the fact that he has a ring, that that might be enough, Jay, for me to to take a, take a swing. When you tell me I could get a Hall of Famer, okay. uh, when, when I describe him that way, when I say this guy is a potential Hall of Famer, I might look past the 30 or 31 years old. Gotcha. And the fact that he only played, what, 33 games last year? Do I have? Yeah, he played 33 yeah. games last year. Year before, what he For play? the Kings, 66. Year before Be- that. 68. Okay. Year before that, 62. Year before that, 72. It was really at the end of the 21-22 season, leading into the start of this season, yeah. that that knee started giving him problems. Mm. And so he wasn't ready for the start of this year, and then he wasn't healthy by the end of the year. Right. You, you know what I I mean, he just never quite got over the hump and started looking like that guy again. I would have my reservations for sure. And and everything you said is valid. And if they if they cited those reasons, you know, within the organization while having these discussions and, and that they cited those reasons as to why they wouldn't want to bring in a Chris Middleton, I would understand it. Right. Like it's sound logic and it's sound reasoning. I just think that the the gamble might be worth it there, Jay. The the juice that you could squeeze out of it yep. might be worth it because he is only two years removed from, from playing almost All-star. a full season, mm-hmm. from hitting for almost 45% from the field and 37% from the three-point line. This is a guy who almost did a, a, a 40-40-90 when you talk about his percentages from his, the field goal, three-point, and and his free throws. That's That's not something... A lot of guys are doing, and if you could add that, and I think he slides in pretty easily. Yes, quite honestly, with with what the Kings mm-hmm. have here now, you could put him 
right next to De'Aaron and Kevin Herter, and you probably slide Keegan to the four and, and, and keep Domas at the five. I think he could be a good fit, Jay. It's just this my major concern, this goes back to one one of one of Nick's points when we talk about free agents and guys that you bring in, which is that he's gonna be a patch. You, you know what I mean? In yeah. terms of the the entirety of this thing, the the full run of this King's core, if it if it turns out being what we think it could be, right? If what we saw last year wasn't fool's gold and Mike Brown keeps this thing pointed in the right direction and they keep on heading up. You want somebody who you can probably put next to these these guys for more than the next two or three years. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand that, Ron, but this is the one thing that's that's very hard to do. Very few teams can do that. And that's the, for me, you know, I've never pushed back on Nick when it comes to that because it technically hasn't been my, you know, job to do that. But that's not always feasible. And nine times, not always, for the most part, that's not feasible. As we just seen, it normally takes two stars and a gang of other people to win a championship. Over the last year, and we're going to talk about this a little later about the NBA landscape, I kind of vet the way the NBA looks right now. It all started when LeBron said, I'm going to take my services to Miami, right? The South Beach. And then the NBA kind of all changed the super teams and all this max money. And, and then I, you know, again, I'm, I'm letting my hand go a little bit. But there were some other times within the last 15 years where the NBA just kind of got all out of pocket when it came to free agency and money and how they approach things. And so that's not the easiest thing to do. And if, if I'm... If I'm looking for, I have two, you know, pillars in my community, so to say, I'm looking to bring in other people to kind of smoothing over everyone that, you know, the the glue, the glue person, mm-hmm. the glue guy. Mm-hmm. For me, if you can get that in three year, four year entities, that works perfect and carry out your two pillars over the next seven or eight. That means you have two opportunities to do that. Let me frame it to you this way. I, I remember a quote from Mike Brown during the season where he said, Greg Popovich once told him, you need three guys playing at an all-star level to compete for a championship. We know you got the True. two. I agree. And we, and, and we know Keegan Murray might get there someday. He, yeah. he might have all-star in him someday. If, if you don't care about the timeline, do you think Chris Murray still has all-star in him? Because if he does. Chris Middleton. Or Chris Middleton. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got Chris Murray on the mic. That's all right. (laughs) You're speaking into existence. Okay. If you think Chris Middleton still has all-star in him Mm -hmm. and you're not worried about the timeline, like like you said, you're not necessarily. He's not Chris Paul. He's not 38 now. Right. Then do you take the shot? I... Do you think he still has All Star in him, or does, I think does he the, has, do the injuries give you give you pause before saying yes? I think he has borderline All Star injury. I mean, All Star in him. I believe the twenty two point Chris Middleton is probably going to be gone. I think the eighteen nineteen and look, it's not a big deal. Three points, a jump shot, or whatever you want to call. That's not the biggest situation. I'm just not sure if we can lean on Chris Middleton. And this is the other part. Let me say this before I say that is this: Chris Middleton is as much as Giannis is number one and it doesn't matter what happens, everything is revolves around Giannis and how he plays and how he operates and can he shoot it and how he dribbles and how he passes. Everything operates in Milwaukee around Giannis. The one thing Chris Middleton does, what I've been asking here on this show is he's a creator. 
he is more than enough to create a shot, and he's going to create shots not only for himself but for other people around, which I continue to keep on saying. For me, that's not De'Aaron Fox's strong suit. That's what he lacks. With that being said, I'm not sure I can lean on a creator that may not be there. And that's my issue with Chris Middleton. On top of, I also think Chris Middleton coming here, the way his game fits, it looks good on paper for most people, but I'm not sure he demands the ball. I'm not sure he's going to be the person to say, Dean, give me the damn ball. He, to me, he's got a passive kind of attitude. Now, more times you know? than not, it was Giannis telling him, we need you to Just, take this shot. Right. Right. You know, like for me, I think someone has to come in here and they're going to like a, and that's why I kept saying Bradley Beal or a Paul George or someone who's going to come in there and say, I get, this is a De'Aaron Fox's team, DeMar DeRozan. But let me also tell you, I'm a bad boy. And De'Aaron, you got to swing me to rock, brother. I don't care if you own or not. I'm going to go get my 20. I think Chris would take a step back and say, uh, I'm okay averaging 15 this year, allowing Keegan to step in and do his thing, allowing De'Aaron to go to the cup, allowing Domas, we play off the you know the elbow and the, and the blocks. And I'm not sure we've heard assistant coaches, Mike Brown, everybody join the show. It's kind of like if you get the ball with the king, shoot it. Just go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let, let it fly. Let, let it fly. Yep. Chris Middleton, for me, is not that type of guy. I don't think he he has that overbearing Draymond. Well, not even Draymond because he's over the top. That's far left. But I don't think he has that big attitude to come in here and demand, like, I need to go get 20 all the time. By the way, I said he almost nasty. had a 40-40-90 season. Or, yeah, 40-40. He did in, in 2019 20, 20, 20, I say 20 right? He yeah. almost had a 50 40 90. Yeah. He shot 49% from the field. He shot, let me see, 41% from three and 91% from the free throw line. Almost 21 points a game that year, Jay. But you look at it and oh, say, dude's a beast. He went from 20.9 to 20.4 to 20.1, and then a big drop off and chalk up injuries to that yeah. to 15.1. So the arrow pointed up for him his first five years in Milwaukee, and it's been pointing down slightly since mm. and you you do wonder if at 31 32 if it if if it starts to point back up again and yeah. if it keeps just ticking down ticking down ticking down is that something you can live with yeah because i don't think 15 points per no, game no no not is something you're gonna get from a healthy chris milton god willing yeah. he is healthy but if 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 he drops you know to 18 19 and yeah. then 18 and then seven you know what i mean is can, can you fill that gap with other guys as the years goes on, whatever whatever he loses over the next two or three years, can other guys step up and, and fill in those gaps? Finality, you in on them or are you out on them? I think I'm in. Yeah. I think I'm in, but I'm a little biased. I, I, I think you could talk me into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that you can be talked into things. Yeah. Okay? That, that shows an open-mindedness. Absolutely, man. You got to be uh, you gotta be versatile. Keep your head on the swivel around here, Rami. We'll hit a quick break. On the other side, uh, one, one trade didn't go through last night, and then a, 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 a shocking trade did go through shortly thereafter. We'll discuss right after this. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. Your afternoon home for Kings Talk and more. This is Cattles and Rami. On Sacktown Sports.
Miles and Rami, Hour 2. You're always welcome to get in on the show. You can uh, give us a call, 800-920-1140. You can text 916-339-1140. And you can always comment while you watch us over there at youtube.com slash Sports. Give us those thumbs-ups and those likes while you're over there. Rate, subscribe, review, do all the things that help us grow this thing and uh, give you even better coverage of Sacramento and the world of sports. Uh, Manny Too Legit said the draft about to start, right? Or has it started already? No, Manny. Five o'clock. Yeah. I don't think start early on the West Coast. He pregame. <laughs> Not that early, man. Yeah, boy, pregame. Chill out. Five o'clock. We'll be here with you up until then, and uh, up until six, actually. And then draft show tonight yeah. right yes. here on Sacktown Sports following us. That will be Watkins and Jay Ross. And Jay Ross. Yes, man. Okay. I, I, I've been out. I don't, and also, you guys know this about me. I look for my name on the schedule. <laughs> True that. Me too. 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent. No way. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I just look for Jo. Okay, I'm in there. Um, yesterday in the NBA, as as things continue to swirl and and will continue to swirl, there was a deal that looked like it was done in the NBA, and it was it was a deal between the Wizards, Celtics, and Clippers. The trade would have sent Kristaps Porzingis to Boston. Marcus Morris, Amir Coffey, and draft compensation, including the number 30 pick in Thursday's draft, to Washington, and Malcolm Brogdon to Los Angeles. The deal collapsed after Los Angeles raised concerns about Brogdon's injury status. Sources confirmed the NBA world was was borderline shocked that that trade did not go through because mm-hmm. Chams and Woj had both reported that this was kind of a done deal. Got it wrong. But it did not go through. And then the NBA world was shocked once again, learning that the Grizzlies are instead sending the number 25 pick in Thursday's draft, a 2024 first-round pick via Golden State to the Celtics for smart. According to league sources, the Wizards get Tyus Jones from the Grizzlies, Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala, from the Celtics, along with Boston's 35th pick in the draft tonight. Porzingis is opting into his $36 million contract for 2023-24. ESPN first reported details of the trade. Here's Adrian Wojnarowski talking about it. It's remarkable what what they've done, how consistent this organization has been, despite uh, not having lots of high draft picks. They... They're always a free agent destination. They're always creative with signing trades, how they landed Jimmy Butler or Kyle Lowry. But listen, that was uh the wrong. That was not. That was not the soundbite. That that we that was I remember that specifically was coming in there and clarifying with you exactly what cuts we were going to take. I, I will said, not. No, you're right. That's on me. I thought you said. I thought you said Shams and Woj. I'm sorry. Was I wrong? I did. Yes, on Dame. Oh, on oh that's. I, I switched it up on you, Simone. Me and Jay okay, talked about thank it. You. Thank sorry. you. Thank you. I've been so no worries. scatterbrained. Bro, you you fresh off the, the I'm going to go get the, the clip bed. that you want man, now. Don't fresh off the okay, bed. No, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, you're I, fresh off the bed, man. <laughs> I've been struggling. I've been struggling the last yeah, few days. Get you there, brother. And, and, and it's showing. But, Jay, first of all, your your reaction to that trade falling through and then what was your reaction to the trade that actually happened with the big piece to big pieces being to me the wizards again i don't know what they're doing right. other than just <laughs> trying to clear money some money and now they got jordan Poole, i guess to build around but you got marcus smart yeah. joining the current the two years ago play, co, uh defensive player of the year going and joining the current player of the Oof. year 
and last time I was I was in a host chair before I went on vacation and got deathly ill and fried my brain apparently. Um, I had said, how, how does anybody predict anything when it comes to the Grizzlies when we don't know what's going on with John Morant? Now we know John Morant's suspension will be 25 games, which isn't the end of the world for yeah. a franchise losing, losing a star player for that guy sit that much just on, on load management and nagging injuries. Injuries. We just talked about Chris Middleton. In, in today's game. So to me, that's, that really upgrades the, the Memphis Grizzlies and, Great. and that's a problem for the Sacramento Kings. As far as the 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 Celtics in this thing, now the two first round picks, I was surprised that they could squeeze two first round I, picks I was too. out of this deal. I think that's that's a good deal for them. Yep. But going and getting Kristaps Porzingis doesn't do a whole lot for me, Jay, because the talent was there with with Boston. Nobody ever denied that the talent was there and mm-hmm. and really well rounded talent. When when you talk, we always talk about being versatile. And the ways that you can win, you know, being able to go out and be big and physical and bang around with teams and also have the ability to run and shoot and score a lot of points. You know what I mean? Play different styles of basketball when you get to the playoffs based on matchups to beat who's in front of you. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I thought they had that. Mm-hmm. It was just they couldn't dial up the intensity that that it took, the competitiveness that it took often enough to win and and to maximize all that talent and all that skill and all that versatility that they had adding Kristaps Porzingis I don't this is not a guy who who's he's super talented yeah. you know what I mean yeah. not a guy who's known for bringing like intensity and leadership and setting an example for guys when 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 things aren't going right you know I don't know that they fixed their problem but maybe they're counting on you know year 2 under under Mike Muscala as a, as a young head coach and him bringing in his Joe Mazzula. We're going to get you there, Lord, brother. Don't what worry about it. We're going to get you me. there, brother. Joe Mazzula as <laughs> a second-year, very young second-year coach. Go get him some Theraflu. Bring in his, I just took some, some hot tea. I'm going to drink some Gatorade here in a sec. I got hot tea. There's nothing that will help me. Um, we got you, brother. Don't worry. May, maybe they just expect that to to fix this, Jay. But I don't know. I mean, if I'm if I'm the Celtics, I'm out there looking for a dog a, yes. and a leader to bring yes. in to to fire these guys up when they're sleeping during the playoffs. You I, know what I mean? I mean, I mean, get a sip of this Gatorade. Absolutely. Isn't that kind of what Marcus Smart does? Isn't he kind of the dog, the one that kind of gets people fired yeah, up? They traded the one Phenomenal. dog they had. <laughs> they traded the one dog they had. That's what I was thinking. I'm with you. Porzingis on paper, man, it, it looks good on paper when you have to put it all together and they have to play and kick the ball around and find positions and, you know, play defense. I'm not sure this really helps them. Boston wasn't very far off. As you know, I picked them to win the championship. I thought they just kind of got caught a la what the Golden State Warriors did with Jordan Poole and Draymond. You know, both of those guys, both of those teams playing in the, the, the finals prior to this past year. I think they just kind of got caught in a peculiar position based on Ime Odoka's situation. And a week before having, you know, to Joe Mazzula having to step in and do what's going, you know, run a full team. When he was a back bench coach, they passed Damon Stottlemyre. They passed a couple of guys on their front part of the bench to have Joe Mazzula come in and be that coach. And I don't know why we really never got the reason why, but we know as we've seen, it didn't work. So I'm with you. When it comes to Boston, I think you got to be a Boston fan to see the green, which means to see the go, which means see the, the greatness out of it. 
Porzingis doesn't do it for me when it comes to Boston. Kind of like what I was saying with Middleton uh, for the Kings, even though I think Middleton, Middleton has way more punch. On the other hand, Rami, Marcus Smart going to Memphis, dynamic changing for me when it comes to the Western Conference. Um, I think he's just what the doctor has ordered for Memphis. And two reasons that really pop in my mind is he's insurance for John Morant. If Ja steps off the ledge again one more time, we got Marcus Smart. We don't even technically, I want to say we don't need you, but we'll be okay. We'll get by with you. With Desmond Bain and a healthy Brandon Clark this year, we're going to be just fine. And on top of that, it sends a message in my mind to Ja saying that, that very thing is, you're not irreplaceable no more. We can't continue to play around with you. We know you're a superstar. We know you're great, but we also have someone who, not a superstar, but a defensive player of the year, someone who's solid, someone, despite what happened at Oklahoma State, has never been in trouble, is getting married. Uh, I believe he just got married or just engaged, one of the two, which probably means he's going to be a little more grounded, you know, a little more professional. And the one thing he does is guess what he does? He he replaces Dylan Brooks on the defensive side. Yep. And he's probably better than Dylan Brooks defensively. But now you're kind of talking about a guy who can hit a better shot than Dylan Brooks, who can do the same thing, put up 18-19, and probably is going to have the ball in his hand a little more. You know, I it, it's scary for what Memphis has done. And I, I know they gave up the first round pick and a couple of people, but man, they I thought they hit the, the the jackpot with this one. I felt like that thing was maybe crumbling a little bit. You're starting too. to see cracks in Memphis. They're 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 gluing it all back together real quick. Like that like my mom's vase I broke while playing baseball with socks with, in the house. Did you know she, what I mean? That did she find out or did she just find out now? Uh she found out years later. Okay. Yeah, okay. when we were moving. Wow. Yeah, when we were oh. moving and uh that thing fell apart. You know what I mean? You should have just, you just moon. like tipped it over. <laughs> Is it a, yeah, is it a testament how well you put it back together? Yeah, she couldn't really tell. That's uh, me and my brother were great at covering up our tracks. Incredible. Did you guys do that with the socks? You roll uh, up socks and hit them with. Of a, course, hit them with. A, yeah, man, I was hitting. Dude, I was. I, we have to go. I was hitting the hard balls outside of <laughs> my and we broke my mother's glass window or back rear door one time. Mm, just acting a, a fool. No. But that didn't go. Yeah, well, that huh? didn't go well at all. Next, I will ask for the right soundbite, and we'll uh, talk about Dame Lillard and Paul George. And rumors swirling around those two guys. Next. Cattles. And Rami. Sacktown Sports. Cattles and Rami. Cattles and Rami. Sacktown Sports. All right, we sorted everything out during the break. I'm going to have an error-free segment. You guys ready for this? Cattles and Rami, Sacktown Sports. Jay in the co-host chair. Simone, I'm in the building. Simone doing it all on the other side Yee-yee. of the glass. Coming up in just a little bit, a fight uh, I kind of really want to see, but also don't want to see at all. We'll discuss coming up at about 345. But uh, a lot of rumors have been swirling around Dame Lillard all offseason. And, you know, as the draft approaches, things heat up even more. This was Shams on the Pat McAfee show. I said I was going to have... Pat McAfee show. I said I was going to have an air-free Pat McAfee show. Took there you go. less than a minute. I got you. Shams Sharani of The Athletic uh, on the Pat McAfee show talking about Dame's possible future. It's... Uh, 
I, I don't know if we're going to see that type of a trade because it, it's going to take a like it's going to take a lot to get you know a top two or three pick in in this year's draft. Um, and so I think listen, Portland is the one team because of Damian Lillard because of the factor they know that they have to improve this team. They know that that number three pick has to be for sale, has to be in discussions. So listen, if if Scoot does indeed go number two at that point at number three. You're looking at Brandon Miller, another guy to keep an eye on, guys, Amen Thompson. One of the Thompson twins played for OTE. He had a very strong workout, from what I'm told, in Portland. And I, I'm not saying that they will go with him over Brandon Miller if he's there at three, but I, I know Amen Thompson, he made an impression on them. And if there can be a, a wrench in this whole draft and, and a team that just picks a guy out of nowhere, Amen Thompson could be that type of a player um, in, in this draft because he's had some, some good workouts. But I think overall... Um, I think Portland's going to listen, uh, but without Scoot being on the board at three, if Scoot indeed goes two, I mean, Charlotte, New Orleans conversations to move up have to be with Charlotte. And from what I'm told, I don't think they're in a position right now where Zion will be the fit. I think they would look at Ingram, but they are in the last 24 hours really locking in on, on, um, on Scoot. So Sham says the, the Blazers might be the only team. Well, they would be the only team in the, in the top three or five that would be looking to move because of the Dame Lillard situation. And, and if they're going to move on from him, then, then they would, they were, or if they're going to keep him, then they'd move that pick and, and, and get Dame some help. That mm-hmm. Somebody would come in and help him win a championship now. And then, one of the added perks of Pat McAfee's new deal with ESPN is he gets ESPN insiders yep. on his show now. And he had Adrian Wojnarowski on his show today. And this is what Woj said about the future of Dame Lillard. It's remarkable what they've done, how consistent this organization has been, despite uh, not having lots of high draft picks. They, they're always a free agent destination. They're always creative with signing trades, how they landed Jimmy Butler or Kyle Lowry. But listen, they're always big game hunting in Miami. Pat Riley is always looking for the next big star. They're not afraid to, dra- to trade their future draft picks because they have shown they can go out without picks or with second-round picks and find rotation players, starting-level players. It's remarkable. And certainly, listen, I think Miami, uh, they're going to be very anxious to watch what happens in Portland to see if there's any point this summer where Damian Lillard becomes available. He's not available now. He says he wants to be in Portland, and the Blazers have shut down anybody who's called about the possibility of trying to trade for him. Uh, But certainly, uh, Pat Riley is always going to be real aggressive in trying to improve his team. Uh, Listen, they want to make that last step. I'm sure they're going to be continue to be real active this summer. So the Heat want Dame Lillard. I would and want a lot, too. a lot of teams and Jay want right. Dame Lillard Me too. as well. But according to what Shams and what Woj are saying, Jay, they're not taking those calls. Rami, and, and, and and Dame Lillard is okay staying in Portland. Rami, you ever seen a couple that's been uh, on again and off again for 12, 13 years? Yes. You know, but they've never married. They've yes. never taken the last step. They're yep. always talking about it. They're always talking about they're going to get married. It's been in the plans for like the last seven or eight years. I just you know. watched, uh, <laughs> I had never heard of this movie, and it's kind of old at this point, but yep. you're talking literally almost a plot of a movie I, I watched last night with my girlfriend, funny romantic comedy, The Five-Year Engagement. Simone, you ever seen it? Jason Siegel. No. Uh, Chris Pratt is in it. Kevin Hart has a Ooh, I'm interested it was now. A, it was a really, it was a funny, <laughs> it was a fun, it's exactly what you're talking about, Jay. It's, that's what it is. And you know what it, for me is, it's like, 
you sit back and you're on the outside and you're looking in. It's never going to happen, right? But the one thing I realize is you guys are forever going to be together until <laughs> until I see it. Vows or not. I'm oh, never going to believe it. Right. Look, at this point, it's common law marriage in most people's, you know, in most states <laughs> and throughout, the, throughout our country. Portland and Dame Lillard are married without the ring. You don't and think he's going anywhere. If that's the case, then go ahead and take it to the tattoo shop. Get one of those little bands on your on your finger, <laughs> and let's just call it that. Stop perpetrating. Stop perpetrating about you guys. You know, separating or Dame not wanting to be there. Portland doesn't want him. You know, whatever the case, whatever it is, this relationship is never going to end. It's never going to end unless we see it end. That's the first time I believe it. I'm not going to speculate anymore about Dame Dollar being in Portland. I'm not going to speculate anymore about Portland, you know, wanting to change and, you know, go a different direction and all that type of stuff, man. I'm just saying we just need to realize that these guys are going to forever be tied at the hip. Stop fooling us. We're not stupid anymore. This has been going on for the last six years in the offseason. Dame got on the podium three times at the end of the season and said, I don't want to rebuild. I don't want to play with no one that's young. I accepted Shaden Sharp because he's different. You know, all these different things, all these keywords and phrases and all that type of stuff. Man, look, you guys, you might as well consummate the marriage at this point. When it's all said and done. <laughs> Give him a new contract. Put, come on, put a ring on it, man. <laughs> no that's where I'm broken. at. Just put a ring on it. <laughs> and I, know he, I know he doesn't even need a new contract, but just make just, it lifetime at this point. Come on, just man. Get, just get it over Time with. Time together. Get it yeah. So do you think they're trading number three tonight? Because they got to do one or the other, don't they? I, I think they're keeping number three. I really do. Really? I think they're I think they're keeping. Who? This is my thing. Are they playing right? a game of chicken with Dame? No. See, I don't. I don't think so. That's why I brought up the 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 relationship situation. Is it's kind of one of those things they're comfortable with each other, and that's where when you look at people who's been in a relationship for fifteen years and you've never consummated it, and I'm saying, look, people don't believe in marriage. Get it. Totally. You don't mm-hmm. have to put a, a piece of paper to consummate stuff. I'm with that, too. I mm-hmm. get it. You don't also have to say we're married to be in a great relationship. I get that, too. I'm not saying that all the way. And I'm you're going to be saying, annoyed by each other. I, come on. Like, Dame is annoyed that he hasn't won a ring. Yes. You know what I mean? There's always, and that's, the, and that's what I'm getting to. You're reading yeah. the tea leaves. Yeah. What, and hear me what I'm saying. Relationships are fantastic. I'm just speaking from my knowledge. Absolutely. There is another level, just like we're looking for all-stars and greats and superstardom and all that type of stuff. There is another level to a relationship. And if you believe it or not, if you can find that next level without, you know, putting a piece of paper or a Beyonce say put a ring on it, shots out to you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's right. But if you can't, then stop fooling me. I mean, excuse me, stop lying to me and saying that you're going to do it. It'll be different if you were just saying, you know what, man, we're together and we rocking and whatever happens, happens. Okay, then I respect that. But if you're going to keep telling me, oh, you know, we're going to get married and then now next year, you know what, go ahead and put a deposit down because we about to go over here to the to the resort and get married. Now I put my resort, oh, we ain't getting married. Okay, two years down the road, everybody get ready. You sending out invitations. Okay, now we ain't getting married the second time. Then all of a sudden, you know what? We're going to do something at the courthouse. Okay, cool. I'll support you. We'll do something in the backyard. (laughs) 
that third time, now we ain't in the backyard celebrating. Man, stop lying to me, bro. That's what I'm saying, Rami. That's where I'm at with David. Fair enough. It, that, that's I'm over it. That's fair enough. You know I'm what? I'm over it. I'm, we're going to have a little quick production meeting on the air. Let's put off the fight talk and combine it with what we're doing at 444. We okay. Can combi- okay. And let's talk about Paul George. Absolutely. Right after this on Cattle Fight and Portland in him in a minute. <laughs> One mile at a time during the afternoon drive. Cattles and Robbie. Sacktown Sports. This might be my favorite Jay-Z song. It's either this, and I know I'm not going deep cuts. I know I'm going wow. like mainstream radio, whatever. No. Um, this or 99 Problems. Ugh. Simply because I love Rick Rubin. Big really? Anything oh, Rick Rubin does, it's just money. It's just gold. Everything the man touches turns to gold. And he produced both of those tracks. I can dig it. Love me some I Rick dig it. I say, where you going? It's Cattles and Rami. That's Jay. And for Nick, Simone, on the other side of the glass, Octopus Arms today. She's just doing it all. Just yeah. doing it, it all, all baby. Right. Talking draft all day long and draft talk on Sacktown Sports is brought to you by Power Business Technology. For all your business office equipment needs, contact them at 844-POWER-BZ or go to powercopiers.com. Um, there's been a lot of goat debate in the NBA, right? LeBron, MJ, some people will even throw like Kareem, Wilt into the mix when having those discussions. All, all, all have arguments. You know, you can throw Bill Russell in there. There, look, I think it's MJ, but I, I, I understand that other people think it's other people, and and you could make a case for any one of those guys that I just named, and I'd be like, all right, you made a solid case. Greatness is eras in which you watch. Exactly, exactly. Nick talks about that all. It's silly to compare guys from different eras. One name that I have not heard come up (laughs) in the GOAT debate until Brandon Miller, who will go in the top three of the draft tonight. One name I had not heard brought up in, in, in the GOAT debate until Brandon Miller brought it up himself. Was uh, well, I'll just let him tell you who he thinks is his goat. No, because I, I actually don't uh, think LeBron is you know the goat of basketball. I think my goat of basketball is Paul George. And, you know, I always grew up watching him, so it's never just LeBron. That's it. Paul George. Yeah, Paul George. PG thirteen, baby. Is <laughs> his goat, Jay? For for for, for only adults and teenagers. <laughs> so is the baby. Uh, Paul George. Look, I like Paul Brandon George. Brandon Miller. I, I'm a Paul George I'm guy. A I like Paul yeah. George. And his podcast has made me like him yeah, even more. I'm You've seen some of the personality. Really likable guy and a hell of a basketball player. Yeah. But I, GOAT? Yeah, nah. He, he's no GOAT, brother. Stop. He's not the sheep. Jay, when I saw this, when I when the first time I saw this, I was like, I question everything about Brandon Miller right. now. I mean, <laughs> And his basketball judgment, you got me. True, you got me wondering about Brandon Miller and whether what is if he, that's crazy. That's just crazy talk, right? Very you true. know what I mean? Like you can say he's your favorite player, yes. growing, my favorite yes. player to watch. I right. modeled my game after him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Plenty of guys say stuff like that about guys that aren't Michael or LeBron. You know what I mean? But your goat, he said, the Paul goat George is your goat. Time. That's that's crazy talk. Billy Goat's gruff talk right there. That, that is crazy talk. I'll say, I'll say this. Would you, 
And, and you you proposed the question. Is, I mean, excuse me, you said a statement. Now you have to think about everything this guy, yes. Brandon Miller, is doing on the basketball court, how he watches the game, how he sees the game. Would, your, would you, as a general manager in the league or a coach, and you hear that, would that change your perception of or belief in, in his ability? It's going into the algorithm. <laughs> like whatever, gotcha. yeah. whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever equation I'm putting together right. to figure out who's my guy. I mean, it's not the be all end all. It's not, it's not it's not the 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 breaking point by any means, but it's certainly going into the equation. For, of, what, for why? Because why? man, that's just a crazy thing to say, and it's and it's a and it's basketball related. You are yeah. a basketball player, and you're telling me you're goat. Is Paul George? That's just crazy, and it does make me wonder about your basketball acumen at this point. So, to be quite frank, basically, you t- you're comparing them to the Wonderlic test almost. Yes, like I don't really see where your and, thought process is going to be work for me. And today, we're hearing more and more. Shams Sharania, specifically on Pat McAfee show, said that uh, Amir Thompson. No, that well, he, oh. oh yeah, he did mention Amir Thompson, but he was saying that Scoot Henderson yeah. is gaining, more, which to me, I I love Scoot Henderson, man. I Big think time. that guy's going to be a stud, and I think so too. Probably, I would pick him over Brandon Miller be, before this. I would, but Sham said that Scoot Henderson is gaining more and more mo- momentum as being the number two pick to Charlotte. So. I don't know if Brandon Miller hurt himself or did himself <laughs> in by, by making these Say, by making these ridiculous comments. It's like, hey, uh, uh, yeah, Brandon, uh, man, everybody's been talking about Jordan and LeBron getting ready to retire. You think he's the goat? No, Paul George. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what Paul George are we talking here? <laughs> PG thirteen Paul but George. Let me throw let me throw a conspiracy mm. theory at okay. you. And I was upset because I was I was listening to uh Whitey and J Mars okay. doing the uh Watt Chris and Company show with no Chris. Uh but I was and and was it J Mars? I think it was J Mars. I hate it when somebody puts out a conspiracy theory that I had before I do. You know oh, what you I mean? You were so mad back I was, here. I, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on. Was, I was like, that was my take. What are you doing to me? Which is which is this. Upset. Maybe. Hey, no disrespect, but I don't disrespect. Maybe. Brandon Miller doesn't want to be a Charlotte Hornet. Maybe. And maybe mm. Brandon Miller said that. So that Michael Jordan could, you know, take it personally mm. that, that Paul George, that he thinks Paul George is his goat. And on top of that, Jay, okay. Brandon Miller also told a story to the media that MJ airballed a free throw at his workout for the Charlotte. You know, oh, Michael Jordan you know, he's does not want that he's out hot. there. It's Brandon, oh, man, that's easy. Is Brandon Miller scheming his way out of Charlotte with all these okay. stupid public comments that he's making? Now that you threw in the air ball of the, uh, the free throw, I can see you. There might be a little something there. might be a little, you know, smoke to the fire. Like without pulling an Eli Manning and saying, I don't want to play there. He's, he's just, he's just he's, yeah, single-handedly wrecking it he's, from the, the, the outside in instead of the inside out. Yeah, I got you. exactly. Okay, I can Savvy see that. if that's what he's doing, yeah. quite frankly. I mean, yeah, well, I guess because it's one of those things, and I, I joked about this, I think, yesterday, the day before. You know, anything that Michael Jordan say is God, like it, when it comes to basketball. He can't be wrong. He's never wrong. He's never failed. He's never lost. You know, all those type of things. If that's the case, and he's going against Mike, which we've seen. I mean, Mike's still holding grudges for 50 years, it feels like, with I, I, Isaiah Thomas. He might be trying to work his way out of Charlotte. I don't blame him. Who the hell wants to play in Charlotte anyway? And it's – is it – 
is it me or is it weird? City's no, nice. It's Michael Jordan, so you know. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's selling his his majority share of that team, but right. still has final say yes. on the draft. Very I mean, weird. Nobody could stop him because he's the owner. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Very weird. If I'm if I'm anybody in that Charlotte organization, I'm like, why is why is he making the pick? He's not yeah. even going to be here in two why weeks. Is he not at the you golf course. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with. Yeah, you. that's very Michael Jordan though. Of I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna exercise all my power and control <laughs> the paper. till the day I walk out the door. <laughs> that's why Brandon is like, you know, he free he airballed a free throw. He's crazy. He's a crazy person, <laughs> and I love it. We'll hit a quick break right after this. The NBA has and will continue to change over the last few days. So what does it all mean for your Sacramento Kings? We'll discuss. Cattles and Ronnie. Sacktown Sports.